selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first realized store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Hour Lovecast. I am your host, Miss Kev on stage, and I'm here with my husband and co-host. The Kev on stage. Yes, the every time cracks me up. <laughs> um, and we have a special guest with us at Sexologist Samira. Hey, hey. clap it up, studio audience. Josh, Yay. come on, man. You know you're the only audience. I am <laughs> like excited is an understatement for excited. How excited I am. I really don't know another word. <laughs> um, but I am like truly, truly, truly so excited and so honored to have you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, Black girl magic. Yeah. Hey girl, hey. Yeah. I am. What? Just making black girl sounds. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those were. Um, so I want to give a little bit of, of Shamira's um, bio. So um, Shamira is a sexologist and licensed clinical worker and owner of a private pra- practice in Louisiana, which you will hear her New Orleans accent. New so, Orleans. I don't have an accent. <laughs> what you know about it, baby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pralines. It's not that thick. It's pralines. I was about to say. Um, And it's definitely not that thick. Um, Baby. She has been featured on Therapy for Black Girls podcast, which if you have not listened to that podcast, you absolutely should. It is phenomenal. Um, And that's actually where I was introduced to Shamira. I heard her on that podcast and I was like, I need her. Like today, I need need her to be on the podcast. I like immediately emailed after I heard that um, that episode. Um, She has also been featured on HuffPost and Bustle. So, child, she's just doing all the things. Yes, all the things. 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 Um, And she is joining us for today. And like I said, I am truly, truly excited. Mm -hmm. So, um, we are going to get into this or that, as we always do. Actually, before we go there, I'm like all over the place because I'm so excited. So, I'm gonna calm down just a little bit i want to um thank our sponsor blue chew for sponsoring today's mm-hmm. episode thank you guys mm-hmm. so much and they sponsored like two episodes ago and i just want y'all to know y'all been in my dms the streets is talking about blue chew Oops. and the ministry so that is enhanced performance all Amen? i'm saying is if you haven't tried it 
tried it. I have literal testimonies in my DMs. Mm -hmm. So thank you guys for supporting our sponsors. She got testimonies. Hello. Uh, thank uh-huh. you for supporting our sponsors. When you support our sponsors, you're actually supporting us. So thank you guys so much. Um, oh, and then I also want to talk about the book club book for the month. And that is For Women Only by Shanti Feldham. And I'm like obsessed with this book all over again. Um, it's one of those books that she always has. Have you ever read this book? Which one? Uh, For Women Only? No. Oh, it's so I have not. You should. It's so good. I have so many books. It's so, 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 so good. And I think depending on where you are, like in your walk and in your like different part of your relationship, there's different parts of the book that stand out. So as I'm listening to it, I'm only on maybe chapter two or chapter three. And um, she was talking about men's need to be affirmed. And, um, oh, it was so good because it was, it just reminds me of like the growing that Mm -hmm. I need to do. But she was saying how women, we, we sometimes have a, we can try to validate our man and we accidentally end up like criticizing, like in the midst of our compliment. It's like, oh, thank you so much for cleaning the kitchen, but you missed those crumbs over Mm -hmm. there. Y'all do that. We do. And I know I've been guilty of this. And what happens is I remember in our relationship, um, Kevin saying to me, I never feel like what I'm doing is good enough. Mm -hmm. And I remember being like, where'd you even get that from? Like, I've never said that. Like, I'm confused. Like, how did you deduce that? Mm -hmm. And it's through these, like, affirmation criticisms that we do that we communicate what you're doing isn't good enough thank you but right and it's something that I think as women we do really unknowingly and we don't like saying it to another woman I don't think that we would see that as criticism we would be like oh thank you now I know what I can do better and I think for men because their um their inner need is this affirming of their manhood it is their affirming of um not that i am worthy but like this insecurity that's Mm -hmm. what it is it's affirming of like this insecurity this imposter syndrome and because they need that affirmation when we do that we're actually like like feeding that insecurity instead of saying you've done good enough thank you Mm -hmm. um so anyway i think that's like the biggest tidbit that, that I've gotten, it is, it is a word. Is a word. And it just reminded mm. me of mm-hmm. how far I have to go yeah. and something that I have to work on. So that is something I will be working on. I also want to say this really quickly, too. While we are reading this book, I know a lot of couples watch um, the the show. Um, men, pick up the book. Or do the audio version. Or do the audio mm-hmm. version. Thank you very much, Kevin Fredericks. That was good. Uh, make sure you pick up the audio version mm-hmm. because um, women like to invest in their relationships. Yes. And when they do, they feel like that is showing that I love you. And this is how I um, and tr- am trying to grow in our relationship. And when men don't reciprocate, you actually end up communicating that you don't want to invest and you don't value not only the relationship, but you don't value them. Right. Because you're, I find this to be important and you're not taking part in that. Mm-hmm. This is good. So, this is good. It's a good podcast. No. 
I subscribe. Great packet. Thank you. I subscribe. Um, but also, I, I low-key want, I actually end up basing a lot of this on how I would feel. And I try to be like really in tune to like how I would think about this. But I do want to get like clinically trained so that way I have the science to back up I, what I'm I, saying. Okay. I don't blame uh, <laughs> but also, so I say all that to say there have been women that are like, oh, this is so good. I wish I can get my husband to read this. And I want to encourage those men to pick up the audio version yeah and and get the book and show your wife that you care and you are willing to invest in that relationship and that she's not the only one that has room for improvement but allows you the opportunity to also see blind spots in areas that you have room for improvement and then you can come to her and say i apologize i haven't done this right i see that now they've communicated this in a way that i understand i realize i am a victim of doing that to you i apologize i will work on doing that better Mm -hmm. and i have to admit if you're not going to seek it out like you know if you go out of your way and do it as men the least you can do is when your wife sends a link watch it watch it listen to it melissa sent me countless um (laughs) podcast (laughs) countless and i'd be like boop airpods in because you know we ain't broke over here and i listen he's so annoyed as a matter of fact i need to listen to the audible thing but i ain't been in the gym the devil been busy but i've read i've been listening uh i listened to this book on audible like two or three times and Mm -hmm. i know i've been hearing you listen to it and i've been like okay i gotta get back into it but um so melissa sent me a podcast i would not only listen to that episode i would download that podcast mm. so sometimes i'm listening and then i would send it to her like hey i listen to this episode what do you think about this and now it, it feels like you care as well exactly because you want your wife to feel like that and if you're not going to go out of your way at least honor her request when she suggests something and a lot of times there'll be a light suggestion like hey i was reading this thing what do you think about this and we'd be like all right all right go, go on go on you mm. know what i mean like we're very dismissive of it and i imagine like your wife will stop wanting to suggest stuff and, and feel she like just interprets care. that as you don't care and right. what y'all both are talking about is intimacy, right? That is intimacy. Yeah. Jump in, Shamara. That's what y'all are talking about. Y'all yeah. are actually describing intimacy. I'm reaching out to you in this way. And when you respond to me a certain way, mm-hmm. it shows me that you're invested in what I care about. You care about me. You see me. You hear me. You value me. That's intimacy. Who talking good here? Listen, Shamara. Low key, that was the definition of intimacy. That's, yeah. the defi- that's the definition I use. Being seen, being heard, being valued. There's a black being girl seen, crush being heard, happening being between y'all right being here. Seen, I can being see heard, the, being valued. the tension of, the tension. of cruciosity. You see it? The cruciosity. <laughs> Listen, make sure y'all, heard, y'all got that. I just want to say that one more time. Being seen, being heard, being valued. The definition, the definition of intimacy. Of intimacy. I'm going to tweet quote that because that is an amazing definition. definition. Being seen, being Being heard, heard, being being valued. And I have said those things and never put them together. That's that's intimacy. That's intimacy. Child, that was good. Because what you're saying is I'm emotionally vulnerable. And when your partner responds to that emotional vulnerability with emotional security, that creates a connection. Come on, When you respond with emotional security, Security. that's that reassurance. That's reassurance. It tells me that this is safe. It's safe here. I can be vulnerable. I can be raw. That's why when men are are afraid to be vulnerable, if Mm. if I'm vulnerable to you and you put it in my face, it's because you didn't respond back with emotional security. You didn't tell me that it was safe for me to be this, this person, this raw. You didn't tell me that my rawness was okay. Oh my gosh. So this weekend I was listening to, I'm like so excited, <laughs> but I was listening to um, LMA's Naked Song. Yeah. That's this. 
Yes. It is this. Yes. And that is, hey, I don't know the naked song. Oh. Oh, yeah. Can you see me? It was on the Gonzi tapes. Is it? It's on the Gonzi tapes. It's on the Gonzi tapes, volume two. You, you guys got to get the Gonzi okay. tapes. They're Josh's Twitter, at Joshy Gonzi, just tweeted the Gonzi tapes. That's how I heard that song. Oh, my gosh. I it's on the Gonzi tapes, right after Tayana Taylor's song. I have. I was packing 5011 things of merch because there were so many orders. And um, I just had my, my iPhone on shuffle. And that song came on, and I started listening to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I was like... This yeah, is an I amazing I like song. Yeah. I, yeah, I do. It is. That is intimacy. It, and that's that, vulnerability, being naked, being yes, wrong. right. Yeah. Child, podcast over. Oh, oh wait, we gotta add, we gotta do. But <laughs> low key, that was like the word right there. Yes. We got, they got the word. Social media <laughs> clip. Okay. Um, all right. So we're gonna go into this or that. This or that, that wasn't even the podcast that topic, but that was like part A. Hallelujah. Okay, so the podcast, um, the this or that. That or this. We're that or this. Up. Insert jingle here. It's time for this, this or that, that with Cam and Liz. This or that with Cam and Liz. Tomato. Tomato. Potato. Potato. We, we choose each other no matter the problem. This or that with Cam and Liz. This or that with Cam and Liz. Okay. Would you rather get an alert every time your parents had sex or have your office get an alert every time you had sex? Is Shamar going first? Yes. I'll let the guests go first, Kevin. Oh, I'm going to go first. Um, I'd say let my office get an alert. Ooh. Yeah, y'all can see. <laughs> <laughs> Is it my turn? Go, Kev. Okay, I'm t- let me take you through my thought process. Okay. You always do. I, I got to. I don't want to get an alert from my parents. Okay. Because I'm going to be having to hold them accountable. Okay. If ain't enough sex going on, I'm going to be hitting mom and dad. It's oh. been it's been two weeks. <laughs> what? Y'all, I ain't been, nothing been happening in the house. Okay. Y'all are getting older in age. I understand. You know, if you, if dad, if you're struggling, there's something that might help you. Blue Chew is Hey, come on, daddy. If it's a performance enhancing Dad, oh, try it though, dad oh, try, try it. Blue Chew. I know you up in age. You retired <laughs> from the military. You might not think you got it no more. Mom, if you ain't around to throw that thing in a circle for him, you got to be at home. <laughs> throw that thing around for that man. He over there paying that mortgage. Throw That's that a- thing. Sit on that. Flip it. Flip it. Turn it upside down. Wait. So wait. You're kind of making a case for why you would want no, no. to get the alert. No, that's, no. That's my thought process. Okay. Okay. okay? But out of sh- now. So our office is just Josh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Josh. He's the only one on payroll. Josh is the only one at Candace. Candace. So I feel like if it was like if I still worked at ADD, I'd be more embarrassed because mm. like a whole bunch of people. But yeah. just two people being like, oh, well, they're at it again. <laughs> just Josh being like, guys, I mean, I'm be there in 15 minutes. Like, what? Do you even have enough time? <laughs> so. And, and part of me was like, uh, man, maybe I want, you know, to stunt. Like, oh, man. Uh, I want to be like, hey, Kevin Liz is getting in. Okay, give okay let answer. me ask you a question. Is it alert just a vibration Kevin and us are having sex? Or is it like telling them? No, 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 no. It's, it's a video. Just... A video? It's a what? So it's just an alert Kevin and us are having sex? It's just an alert on your phone. Oh, alert. I thought it was a video. Sorry. So like a notification bops down on the on the yes, phone. Yes, that's it. Shamar went way to a video. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> thought initially when I responded, I was thinking video. Sorry. I'm going to go with my parents. Only because I feel like that's less notifications. Yeah. I my think parents are up, parents in, too, they're yeah. up in age a little more. They probably ain't going at it as, as much as they should be. 
I don't know. I'm not going with my parents because my dad likes blue chews. So that's his thing. Does he? Yes. Hey, yeah, baby girl, hand me my blue chew. Me and your mother got plans for Valentine's Day. He carries it around, Pop. Does he really? Like that is hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go with my parents because me and my mom have this thing where we try to embarrass each other yes, about do. sex and stuff. Oh, that's So true. when I go see my, see my parents, I'm like, you and dad was having sex last night. And she'll and be like, she'll not answer. last night. I was a little tired. But Thursday? Well, your father still got it. I have a four-year-old so who does that. My mom is the only person who can out embarrass me because when she answers back, I'll be like, "Okay, okay, oh, okay, no, okay, I didn't okay." Really okay. Know. You know, and she was like, "Oh, we was on vacation." I'm like, "Okay, bye, 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 bye." Uh, so I'd be so and to not put Josh in a weird spot, I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather I'm... just deal with my parents because that's a quick swipe up. I agree. I get to know. Oh, come on, Dad. It's <laughs> supposed to be a church. Ah, ah. All right, okay. what about you? I'm going with parents as well, kind of for those very same reasons. I'm easily embarrassed. And I don't, I don't need none of it. I don't need none of the. I don't need nobody to know my business. <laughs> I'm with that. So, but you'd rather learn your parents' business. Absolutely, quick swipe up, mute the notification. I don't need to see it. I don't care what I. <laughs> you can't there. mute it. You can't mute it. This is my game. You no, can't. No, you this? can't. The bishop that never said you can mute. If you can mute you it, can then mute it's not it. the same thing. Then it's the you same can. thing. It's not, not the same thing. If you can mute it, then you wouldn't get no notification. Why do you get to make rules in my world? The this or that got to be fair. <laughs> well, it got to be fair. Fine. But either way, I would rather get my parents. Huh? Good. Okay. Good. <laughs> but you did talk about, well, and then, so let's talk about this really quickly. We have a giveaway going on. Yeah. For Valentine's, for the month of February, we're going to give it out, announce the winner at the end of the month. Yeah. Okay. Um, the box will include a happy couples box, but also for valentine's day mm-hmm. if you want it to be a winning valentine's day combination we recommend the box yes and blue chew now let me tell you about blue chew <laughs> i sure this might not be weird to you josh it's gonna be weird for you baby boy <laughs> blue chew okay they're sponsors of the of the show they are friends of the pod they are Lisa order some blue chew okay, fast now, shipping fast shipping Okay, she ordered it. I think I ordered it either on Thursday or Friday, and it was here yesterday. It was here oh. yesterday. Now, mind you, I've been on that old road, okay? I had five five different dates last night. Six shows. Six shows. Five cities, five days. So I had to travel on Wednesday, perform Wednesday. Travel on Thursday, perform Thursday. Travel on Friday, perform twice on Friday. Yep. Travel on Saturday, perform. Travel on Sunday, perform. Travel on Monday. Now, I didn't miss that woman. Hello. I miss that softness. I miss. I've been staying in hotel beds. It's always cold and lonely yes. and dark. Okay, keep going. You're making me hot. So when I get home, <laughs> I see a blue chew thing. I say, "Oh, oh my!" <laughs> now here's why it was important. Okay, because you would think blue chew, you know, performance enhancing is just for erectile dysfunction, and it's not. And it's not. Hmm. Now the reason it was really valuable for me yesterday, my wife. I'm trying to get home. I get home from um, from LA or in LA. Try to take a nap. Okay, I'm in my bed laying down next to my wife. She's working quietly, typing. <laughs> now, my wife's been doing this thing where her carpal tunnel will be acting up. So instead of texting, she she talks into her phone. Yeah, mm. I love right? texting in 2018. She texts to talk. She yeah. holds it up. You know, the iPhone thing, right? Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, she forgets she that I'm taking a nap. And the merch guy loud. is, she has to tell him something. So I'm sp- sleeping peacefully. I hear, do you, what day you finna drop off the delivery? <laughs> I know, you know, I got to send these shirts out on the 95 sweatshirt when that day coming on Monday or Tuesday. What day you finna been to get here? Is it coming Monday or Tuesday? So clearly and I wake up, I'm like, fam, why are you yelling in the, is it Monday or Tuesday? What day is the uh, uh, drop off coming? Why do I sound like that? Because that's what <laughs> I was just, I mean, you know, when you just fall asleep, like you ain't there good yet, but you just crossed over. 
Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> okay, hit me back. No, I'm gonna be. I got to pick up the Buick. I'm gonna be back. <laughs> so now I'm awake. Okay, so now I can hear my phone buzzing. People are texting me. Emails are going on. I just crossed over, and then I'm like, "Listen, why are you?" I wasn't even that loud. I was just a little bit. Quiet. I'm gonna go work in the living room and call my mom. <laughs> she closes the door. Mom, <laughs> I don't know what day the merch is coming. Is it Monday or Tuesday? He ain't responding back. So now, and then we end up shooting Righteous and Ratchet. And long story short, I've been tired all day. Oh, yes. mercy. but I'm not so tired that I don't want to have that booty that I've been waiting on. <laughs> right. Okay. Hello? So. We take a shower. <laughs> I put this blue chew in, right? I'm like, you know, we'll see. It takes 30 to 45 minutes to, to like kick in. warm up. When I tell you, my eyes were tired, <laughs> but my body was awake. I was like, hold on. Remember when Mario Brother got the star? I was like, hold on. I feel my help coming off. Oh, Jesus. What is this? I felt strong. I feel like I could break doors down. I was, and it was weird because I was still tired, mm-hmm. but now I'm ready to go. Yeah, and I felt like when, um, man, I just felt like you remember pumping up the Reebok. Oh, like yeah. hold on, you I want to dunk. Yeah, it was like a pump it up for your pain. Yeah, it was like yo, you got. It's like a bonus life. Like I was like, man, this is so the the urge was there and the strength. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Thirty five years old, I was like, wow, hello. <laughs> I feel very much different now. I feel like a superhero. <laughs> you are so annoying. And here's the best part, okay? Men, I know we talk a lot of trash. Girl, I'm going to give it to you three, four times a night. <laughs> you just wait. One time, you when you when that refractory period begins, you'll be like, girl, I'm just give me give me a second. Hold on. Just <laughs> give me like 15. <laughs> give me give me like 30. Next thing I know, it's tomorrow. <laughs> I've been waiting for another chance. With Blue Chew, I was both finished and just starting all over again i was like hold on it's get him it's still pretty much there it's pretty much stronger i've never been having this much stronger afterwards i still can't do another sex (laughs) so melissa's tired like hold on because i need another sex (laughs) because just because she's like kev i think i fell asleep you did it you wake we're talking you can't be asleep so i can now personally attest Mm. that you don't have to have ed to have a great experience. Yeah, so let me good. tell you what I'm looking forward to. Valentine's Day. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's going you get out. how many How many pills are in there, kid? Five. Five pills. You and only you need take one. one. It says take one or two. I only took one. One was plenty for me. But if you need to, do what you do. <laughs> but one. But start with one, Start, with one. One, yeah, start with one. one. Start with one. But it was a great experience. And one of my um, fears to be honest, was like, man, what if it just lasts all night? Like, <laughs> like I, I'm also tired. But after the experience, it was like, all right. And he was like, y'all good? Y'all good? Everybody good? <laughs> oh, I'm finna go. And I was like, all right. <laughs> but he had to make sure I was cool. I got everything I needed. out. He gave me plenty of time. Oh my he was God. like, right, I'm going I'm to catch up with y'all. <laughs> so it was like definitely worth it. And I might just, I'm going to just keep a little special drawer. You yeah. really should. Because I'd be exhausted yes. when I come back home and we'd be traveling on tour. You know, you have 3 a.m. lobby call. Yeah. And we're traveling like crazy. We want to still have those good connecting That's periods. Good. Like and Blue Chew really came in the clutch. So, listen, tell them how they can get their own experience. So, if like you're that. interested in this experience, <laughs> please go to bluechew.com. Um, enter promo code LOVEHOUR. You will get $5 off your first order and free shipping. Yes. It's very, you go to the website, you fill out like a few questions um you fill in your id to ensure that you're 18 years or older 
please be 18 years or older. Um, and then they ship it out. So you get a notification that says your prescription's ready and they ship it out to you. And it came like literally really, really fast. And I, I came like literally really fast. Because after hearing that... <laughs> I'm about to go order me something. <laughs> really, totally do the thing. And I'm going to run it back. What? I came like really fast. Would you say? <laughs> but I was still ready to come again. You feel me? Come again. All right. I thank come you. Again. All right. We're taking so, the Melissa. stigma out of sex. Yes. We are. That is the theme for the whole month. I didn't know how. Kevin Taking makes a jingle out of anything. Out of it's so. an 80s sitcom. Taking the stigma out of sex. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. So one more time, go to um, bluechew.com, enter promo code lovehour. That's L O V E H O U R. You get $5 off your first order and free shipping. Totally and this is worth on Valentine's Day. Yes. So literally, people, if you're not celebrating Valentine's Day because it falls during the week, order it when this episode comes out and you can probably get it by the weekend. It's going to be good for your life. So mm-hmm. do the things. Your penis. Do the things, people. Do the things. <laughs> and we appreciate when you um, support our sponsors because, like I said, you end up supporting us as well. Yes. All right. Amen. Ready to move on to the topic. Ready. Okay. So today's topic. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So today's topic, we are going to talk about sexual exploration within marriage yes i'm so excited basically what we're gonna be talking about is having your whole face but being married though. your rahab face your rahab face have your rahab face but you're because you're married yeah so um for those of you who are new to the podcast just a little bit about like my background kevin and i grew up um very churchy Mm -hmm. and um i was a virgin on our wedding day and that came with a lot of i actually don't even really think that I understood the impact of making that vow like to be because I knew I wanted to be a virgin on my wedding day like that was actually a goal that I had but I didn't understand the negative impact or the negative view that I had on sex so that way when I so when I got married I was like exposed Mm -hmm. and I wasn't like not only I did I wasn't prepared but I wasn't prepared because I didn't even know you know what I mean? Like, it was like all of a sudden it was like, oh, OK, now you can be a freak in the bed. And I was like, oh, but wait, sex is still bad. Yeah. Oh, wait, mm-hmm. I think sex is bad. You know, it was like this whole. You could not turn that switch off. I couldn't turn it off, but I I was I didn't even know the switch was on to begin mm-hmm. with. And that's the part. Mm-hmm. And so what we want to talk about is, um, number one, how to maintain a healthy relationship with sex to remain sex positive if it is your endeavor to either be celibate or to be a virgin on your wedding day like how to maintain that healthy relationship with sex so that way when you do get married you're able to enjoy this in the context in which God ordains but in addition if you do have a like a lot of shame with sex and all of that how to you know walk through the steps of breaking free from that so that way you can enter exploration yes and it's so important i just want to say this really quickly i was like i like words a little bit sometimes Mm -hmm. um and definitions because they make like connections for me and one of the things that exploration is is just new experiences and one of the things that builds intimacy in a relationship is when you um have new experiences together Mm -hmm. and we you, you mean outside of sex just out in just general. in general yes. but specifically with dealing with sex we we don't allow ourselves that opportunity to explore and do things together 
and to build that intimacy together. Mm -hmm. And so you just end up either being bored or doing the same things or, you know, one of you always saying no. And this whole area just becomes like a very, you know, like touchy subject that don't nobody really want to like talk about. So um, I was listening to Shamira on the um, excuse me, uh, therapy for black girls podcast. And she brought this up and I was like, yes, Mm-hmm. Yes, to all of the things. <laughs> uh, so do you want to start by maybe giving us your like, de- well, first, let's start with the celibate part. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how do you, um, how can we maintain a sex positive relationship if we are trying to be either virgins on our wedding day, or if we um, are celibate or, you know, any of those things, and really, like, even training our kids, maybe like, I want to make sure that I even teach my kids a healthy view of sex. Mm-hmm. And basically, that's what sex positivity is. It's having a healthy view of sex, having a healthy views view of your own sex and your own sexuality, but also being comfortable with it, right? Mm. Being accepting and being comfortable with it and others, as long as it's healthy for you and it's safe. Um, As it relates to abstaining from sex and being celibate, Mm -hmm. even while you're waiting to get married, sometimes that's really hard for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I see, Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of younger couples come into the practice and they're like, look, we waiting, but this is hard. Mm-hmm. You know, is there like anything literally. we could do, just a <laughs> it's little, 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 it's a little something. Like, please, sex light. We talked to the pastor, but he was like, "Nah." So, what do you I tell them it. when they ask that? So, so I get it, right? Mm-hmm. And a big part about a big issue is they think that because they can't have sex, they can't think about sex, or. Oh my gosh, that is a new revelation I just had Mm -hmm. in that when you think I need to be a virgin or I'm celibate, you throw the whole Whole thought process. And that's not good either. That's what damages us. You know, when we talk about sexuality and having a positive outlook on sex, Mm -hmm. when you think about sexuality, most people go to intercourse. Our our brains Mm -hmm. go straight straight to intercourse. P and V, right? Mm -hmm. What? P and Vigi. Yeah, that. So exactly. <laughs> that's exactly where our brains go. And so basically I help couples go back to defining what sexuality is to them. Right. You can be you can abstain. And for, you know, the, the purpose of this, when I say abstain, I mean, wait until you get married mm-hmm. to have sex. Mm-hmm. So you can abstain from sex and still be a sexual person because we're born sexual mm-hmm. beings. Yes. We are born with with a sexuality that's innate, right? Mm-hmm. So whenever they ask me this, I kind of ask them, like, what's holding you back? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it could be whatever their religion is, mm-hmm. cultural norms, societal norms, mm-hmm. things that they've learned from their family, which is horrible for a lot of us, um, and things that we tell ourselves as well. Yeah. So I things help that them we to, tell yeah, ourselves. Things that we tell ourselves that so we're true. not supposed to do. Yes. So I help them to lean into the guilt that they feel for thinking about sex and also the shame, mm-hmm. right, for thinking about sex. And it's like, oh, we can't kiss because I'm going to think about sex or I'm going to feel this. And I'm like, okay, what's wrong with feeling that? Mm. Like when your stomach is growling, right, and you're hungry, what do you do? Eat. So what I do when my penis is growling. So when your penis is growling, (laughs) hopefully your penis isn't growling. (laughs) Go to the doctor if it is. But if you know, if you get an erection, right, Mm -hmm. or if you start feeling all tingly inside and you feel like you have that electricity in the bottom of your stomach because you're hugging your partner or you're kissing or you see something that's erotic, you know, or arousing to you, it's like, oh, my God, I'm a bad person. I'm not supposed to be thinking about this. Lord, this is lust. I can't do this. I'm not supposed to have sex, but I want to. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You are you are you are a sexual person. It's okay. With that's a feeling. Feelings are our guides. It tells us what's going on in our bodies. And yes, so you deal I like with the that feels. definition. You know, you deal with the feels. And right. the thing about feelings is 
feelings. They don't want to be residents, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. They want to be travelers. So the feeling is there to teach you something about yourself in a moment. And whatever you, you own it and you let it go. Because mm. whatever you own, you can give away. So you own the feeling and then you just allow it to pass you. You deal oh with it. Gosh, let me tell you something. I just got a revelation. I love these That's revelations. Like, I just got like a revelation. Four in a row. I know. I need a time coach. I need a time coach. Come with it. Come I have a revelation on your feelings. They don't want to be resident. They want to be travelers. And I think what happens with shame is that we allow those um, feelings to take hold oh. mm-hmm. and it breeds the shame. Absolutely. Yes. It's exactly. Versus saying, accepting, okay. I, I'm a sexual being. God created me this way. I feel this. That is normal. And it passes. Mm-hmm. What you just said, God created me this way. And I tell people, especially Christians, God created you a sexual. Yes, he knew you he was going to want to have sex mm-hmm. when he made you. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, he made you with the sexual organs. And if you have a vulva, you probably have a clitoris. And the sole you got purpose, clitoris. the whole sole purpose, the soul purpose is sexual pleasure. It has no other purpose. purpose. It's just it's in there to be touched. And other things <laughs> to touch. Licked. Licked. That. People like it when you, when you lick it. People do. He's so like, oh my gosh, I like when you put your tongue on that thing. They do. It's they like a like doorbell it. for pleasure. Hello, they, I wouldn't put this but in But please you. don't be. Don't, don't do ring it. it. Don't ring it. You got to caress it. It's a different type of doorbell. Yes. You know what's crazy? I, re- I read okay. that the clitoris has like 10 times the amount of pleasure centers. Double. 8,000 nerve endings in the clitoris. And the glands of the penis circumcised has 4,000. So, so wait, do the math. I, I'm not good at fractions. So, this <laughs> a fraction. Or math. So, the, the clitoris has 8,000 nerve endings. Uh-huh. Penis head glands has 4,000. Uh-huh. So, it we is double. have double. 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 So, what, so, it's meant for you to be feel pleasure. To, God to put it pleasure. there just for that. Just for that. That's it. it. There's don't no pee, you other, can't pee out of it. Nothing. You can't do anything except Why are you so annoyed? That's pleasure. crazy. Like, here's the thing that you just made me realize. Like, in a lot of relationships, women don't come nearly as much they as don't. men do. And it's, oh my gosh, to, I want to give them 90% of women don't 70, 70 to 90, 70 to 90% of women with people with clitoris. I want to have another have episode orgasm. about we that. call that an orgasm gap. Is that every time or ever? Ever. Wow. So they got all, God gave time. them double the nerve endings and they still ain't coming. He but like, bro, I gave you double. Issue. Right. What you what y'all got double do? for your trouble mm-hmm. and we still can't mm-hmm. find it. Not me. You feel oh, okay, let me let's go. Let this feeling let sit. Let them know. Passing. Passing. No, passing. It's, pa- it's still passing. Passing. I it's know passed. what to do with the nerve endings. It's passing. You feel me? I don't need 8,000. Give me 37 of them endings and I'm going to go ahead and do what I got to do. 37. Give me 37 of them endings and I got you. You don't okay, need the whole 8,000. Mercy. We don't need the whole 8,000. <laughs> See how she gets she can't take it, Shavara. Just 37. Just 37 in this baby boy, and I got you. That's a blessing. That's all I need, 37 of them things. You feel me? Not 3,037. 37. Okay, I have a question. So women who have, or I always, I'm kissing the mic. Mm, um, you're thinking of something stop else. It. You're thinking of something else. Always... That's 4,000 right there in the mic. <laughs> That's 4,000 of them things. She only need 12. Let me give 12. I don't know what you got to do with that thing. You feel me? Um, I always default to women, but I understand this can affect men as well. Um, for like the good girl syndrome. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like, and that breeds a lot of like shame and guilt and just all type of craziness. Absolutely. How do you recommend um, we, those type of women, myself included, overcome that to enter into exploration yeah that's a good question that was a great question that was that was a good question thank you so the good girl syndrome that happens too when a lot of women are um they 
don't have sex before marriage, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're they're seen as pure mm-hmm, and whole, mm-hmm. and so people and are it's all celebrated so and much. It's celebrated, right? Because Melissa it, was like literally like moms in the church would be like, "Well, Melissa's doing so, it. You look at her; she did and it." And you know and what's it, like, interesting about that? I, I've been reading um, this book, um, "Sex Conversations." Sure. The, the no conversations, sex. In conversations, the church forgot us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah. And I was on this chapter last night, and the lady was talking about how much it is celebrated, but it is not celebrated in the sense of, and this is what I've been on lately, not sexual purity, but sexual integrity. Mm-hmm. So it is making mm. sure that whatever you're doing sexually lines up with your like moral value Absolutely. and your compass. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily, it doesn't um, demonize the act. It is about the choice because it lines up with what I believe. Mm-hmm. Does yeah, that make sense? Yeah. And I think a lot of times what happens, or at least for me and the way that I grew up, it was the act is bad. Yeah. And it's not the act that's bad. And that's what brings on the, the shame, shame and the guilt. And, and makes that's it why hard. people have to come on a green couch in my office. And they're like, listen, okay, I was a virgin mm-hmm. and we got married. And I was I was brought up in church. All I was told was, good job being a virgin. You didn't fornicate. You did see that. You're great. You're amazing. Mm-hmm. You're a great example yep. for the kids. They used to tell me that at church, too, y'all, because mm-hmm. I grew up in church, mm-hmm. too. So they found out I was having sex. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. So. <laughs> been on that thing. We heard about her. <laughs> they didn't find out until after I went to college. Anyway, they found out. So, you know, and it's. Okay, we got married. We waited. We did everything they told us to do in mm-hmm. church. And then we got home and we had sex on our honeymoon, right? Mm-hmm. And then we just, we did it. We thought we did what we thought we were supposed to do. Right. And then we did it some more times. We did some. And so now it's been seven months and I hate it. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. My partner doesn't like it. We don't know what we're doing. We don't know if we should get a divorce because I'm not doing my duties as a wife. I was praised for being this good person. It becomes person. part of who, who you, you identify are. as. Yes. I was praised as being this good person, but I can't even please him sexually because I don't know what. And so it's now, it's after I do, now what? Mm, and that's, that's a what, book title. Right. And that's what Anybody a lot of us. I don't know. I think there is a book called After I Do. But, but now the what? Church, but now what? I don't think they have that part. Josh, copyright it. Let's <laughs> write it. Let's <laughs> write it. But. I think that's the part that the church religion is forgetting, mm. right? We're forgetting. We the, stop at the altar. We stop at the altar. So we after get I get altar. married, now what? Now yeah. what? What am I supposed to do now? And so now I've I've got this identity as this good girl, mm-hmm. and it's but that's really not helping me in my marriage and my sexuality because mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and I feel like I can't do this because now. It's like I've gotten married, but you can't just shut that stuff off at all. You say I do. I still have these same messages. I still have these same messages that, you know, it's shameful, it's sinful, it's this. So how do I how do I dismantle that? Mm -hmm. Immediately that skill set is useless. Not matter of fact, not, it's harmful now. Harmful. Harmful. It is literally harmful. The next moment it's like, okay. Now, and you've built up with Melissa, and, and we were only 20. She was only 20 when we got married. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you're 30, mm-hmm. 35, yep. or you haven't had sex for 10, 15 years. Like that shame that you let set in, you know, the Big Mouth, they have a character called the Shame Wizard, and his whole thing is to shame people. It's a terrible show, but also amazing. <laughs> but uh, that same skill set is useless, is harmful now. It's harmful. But you don't, there's no, there's very few books or podcasts or anything to tell you how to get out of that. And then the people who had sex prior to marriage are like shunned. 
So you're kind of like in no man's land. Like, mm-hmm. well, I don't know what to do. Exactly. I only know what not to do. I only know what not to do. And yes. that's what's happening in marriages. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I just know what not to do. And so because I know that I'm not going to, I know what not to do, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm going to go never, with what's comfortable. Never had sex and sex was wrong. And then your husband is like, hey, I want you to, I want to have oral sex. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hold on. That's a whole other thing. I remember uh, one lady in our church. <laughs> it was funny. We were having this conversation about sex in marriage enrichment. And she said, uh, you know, her husband was like, well, I want, you know, have oral sex. And she was like, if God would want me to put that thing in my mouth, he wouldn't have given me teeth. I was like. <laughs> Got to cover your teeth, baby. What? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? A lot of things you eat without teeth. <laughs> you eat applesauce without teeth. <laughs> like, you don't want to. Well, you're just swallowing you, applesauce. You drink juice without teeth. <laughs> yeah. But that, people but, would like hang on to those like euphemisms. Absolutely. And like, oh, well, I guess that's wrong. You know, that's, <laughs> that's ungodly. <laughs> that's an abomination. But you people hold on to that and it becomes so ingrained um, in what you believe. Absolutely. So that when you're confronted with it, you're even if, and this is what happens, and this honestly is how I feel like brainwashing works, mm-hmm. is that even when confronted with truth, you have been so ingrained to believe the opposite that you can't grasp, you can't grasp it. That's cognitive dissonance. Ooh. You can't grasp it. Right. You don't even want to go there because this is what I know. Even when somebody says, you know, here's the truth about that. But this is what I've always known. This is more comfortable yep, for absolutely. me, even though it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. This is what's most comfortable for me because I don't have to learn something else. Yes. And it doesn't go against, it's comfortable because it doesn't go against who I am, what I believe. Like, I don't have to challenge. Mm-hmm. And some of these things, it's not like, oh, I just learned this last year. This is stuff when you were five yeah. and six yeah. and seven. So deeply you're, ingrained. Yes, it's deeply ingrained. And you mean to tell me I need to go back to my childhood and unravel all yes. of that? You do. Child, that's a lot of work. Yes, I don't want to. It's just way more comfortable to hold on to what I believe in. Mm-hmm. And then you end up with one of your spouses being unhappy sexually because they do want to do more and the other partner is stuck in this is stuck in a box and sometimes you're like I do wish I could do more but it's so hard because I feel like it's against everything I've been taught to believe and that's like me me and Melissa talk about this a lot the show Westworld they have robots and these robots had like core programming Mm-hmm. And it was like as much as they changed the outward things, like they could never change their core programming. Mm. And a lot of time, that purity stuff—that is like that was part of Melissa's core it's programming. programming. It's definitely. I am a pure girl. I am a good girl. So when you get married, and in in our relationship, I wasn't a virgin, um, and I was just the Lord had to deal with me on some things. Amen. I'm <laughs> so my core programming had nothing to do with purity because being a man, to be quite honest, right. having sex was celebrated. Mm-hmm. Even when in church, like nobody ridiculed me. All my boys was like, you know, pushing me to do that. It was the opposite for women. Absolutely. So now you have somebody who's had sex prior to marriage and has had some crazy sex, not crazy sexual experience, but has done more stuff than missionary, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, I'm getting married and I'm just like, man, when I was in high school, we used to, you know, we were 15, 16 doing crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm married and we ain't really even doing like nothing. Right. So, yeah, right. you know, you, you know, in, in, if, if say two people are getting married and they both ha- are not virgins, mm-hmm. you know, you're, mm-hmm. they're going to have different sexual experiences. So, so all that type of stuff goes into, we talked about this before about how I can see why God wanted people to wait till they get married mm-hmm. because now you can build your sexual experiences are all built together. together. Yes. You know what I mean? So you're not necessarily comparing, Absolutely. but now you have to build your sexual history yep. and you're starting from literally the ground Actually, in Melissa's case, it wasn't even like a 
baseline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was starting from way back here in this because beginning of sex. And here's like, sex is bad, sex is wrong. Well, that's where everyone starts. You think so? Everyone starts because you go back to where you first learn, and I do sexual histories on everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever they come in with sexual problems. And I need to know, like, what did you learn about sex? How was sex talked about in your home? What was the messaging about sex? Mm. Your first, in- like, you, do you remember masturbating for the first time? What was that like? Where do the messages around that? What is religion? You know, and so that helps to give me an idea of the sexual messages that people are carrying around. And you. Yeah. Uh, and when you come in and you're sexually repressed, which most of us are sexually repressed yeah. in some sexually way, repressed when you come in and you're sexually buzzwords. repressed, yeah. She's killing you gotta go soul. back. Yes. Like you've gotta go back to where that started, and we've gotta start dismantling all of these messages. We've gotta start breaking yeah. it down and showing you that you're worthy. You're a sexual being. Mm. It's okay to feel like this. Your body is designed to experience pleasure. Pleasure is your birthright, literally. Mm. So. Pleasure is your birthright? It's your birthright. Come on in here. <laughs> and you know what? I heard that on so many levels. Yeah. Uh, your bir- oh, birthright. Mm, that made me all tingly. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'm literally going to remember that. Not tingly like that, child. <laughs> like, tingly ready? like goosebumps. Uh, like I heard over. a message. Bye, Josh. Uh, Bye, Shamira. Get, get the blue chew. Oscar's canceled. <laughs> the birthright uh, is promised. Uh, birthright. Esau, Jacob, <laughs> porridge. <laughs> Porridge. What y'all gonna do with the porridge? That was. Oh. Thank you guys. That's been a great episode. We'll we'll see y'all next time. Shamira's at Shamira something on Twitter or something. Yeah. Follow her. She listens to us. Bye 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 bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye bye bye. Before she changes her mind. Before she changes her mind. (laughs) Flipping over chairs. Go. I don't want to cry my makeup. Um. Okay, so what I heard when you said um, pleasure is a birthright more than sexual mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. you, you're you worthy to receive pleasure in all Absolutely. because it ends up being something that's compounded. Yeah. It is not just an isolated, oh, um, I struggle with sex. It's like these feelings of worthiness yeah. that extend in all areas oh, yes. of your life. And even when I think about my own like journey to Child. I looked out the window. Well, I, was about to, I, was, I thought it was an animal at first. I didn't. I saw a person. I was about to be ready. <laughs> Me too. I was ready. Jamar about to pull the hammer out. You know I'm from that 504. I can let that thing fly. I'm going to let you, that thing sing. Let me tell you why I know I'm the first person to die in a horror movie. Because I'm here. So I saw him here and I was just like, stop. <laughs> Completely useless. This is why black people be dying in a scary movie. You frozen. I'm like, I'm What's late. up? Everybody's geared for action, and I've seen him ten seconds. I should have took doing the headphones it. off. It's, he could be whatever. I ain't planning on fighting. Literally, like someone's in here. We're about to die, and I'm just watching. He gonna kill you with a net? <laughs> <laughs> it just came to clean the pool. Why do you have the net? Take the leaves out of it. This is real life. This is real life. This real is life. what happens. Um, yes. So anyway, when just I think about guy, guys. it's just, just a boy. It is just a boy guy. Um, so when I think about my own journey to self love, and honestly, it ended up ending with sex. Mm-hmm. It ended up ending with me going on. I called it like a sex me over campaign, and it was mm-hmm. me diving into. Sex me over. Creativity. Uh, creativity. Oh. <laughs> Liz, let me. Why are we stopping, Shamar? No, no. Y'all. Nothing to do with the People episode. of the Love Hour. 
Me and Melissa and Josh are. Melissa doesn't believe she's creative. Okay, so before we started shooting this episode, I was telling her, "You've written a book that's creative. You creatively produce this podcast. This is creative. You have the vision for a conference. You speak." Mm. She creates all the Love Hour podcast imagery on the Instagram, and her Instagram is Zoom not just pictures. Right. It's not just pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so she believes that she is not creative, yet she creates all this content every single day. And we were telling her off camera, these campaigns are creative. Yeah. All this is creative. But listen, like, it's not art. <laughs> <laughs> all the Content? All the tour content is creative. What tour con- Josh, is Josh not creative when he takes a no, picture? No, that is art. All he's doing is taking a picture. Hey, man. Okay, can we go back She's to like whatever? People I tell know. Melissa, what here's being? what I think, Shamara. This really has nothing to do with sex. Okay. In my professional opinion, Where you get license, your degree for? <laughs> I got her from IAinGotNoSchool.com. That's a good one. <laughs> Melissa... Does not want to give herself credit mm-hmm. for how good she is at something. So she always seeks to minimize her involvement mm. and minimize what she brings to the table. It's repression. It's mm. repressing repression. her. Now, me, I don't even got to be as creative. I'm out here. I'm the funniest. I'm the Everything. best. But I don't have to do it. She's actually doing stuff. And instead of owning it. But the crazy thing is she owned it at her job. I'm a great toss. I'm a great assistant manager. I'm great at, you know, aerospace. But now that she's creating content and people tell her every day how much they love the podcast, how much they love her recommendations. She doesn't accept that praise for her creativity. (laughs) Okay. Are we done? Nah. Own your creativity. I'm so confused as to why I am on a pip right now. Because this is a podcast and we don't have no producer to tell us what to do. (laughs) We need you for this business to succeed to accept your creativity okay. and walk in your purpose. Come on, walk Because all purpose. that repression is not going to help us. I hired Shamira, or hired, I brought Shamira in because I thought she would be on my time. My nah. side. I am on your side. And this whole this time. absolutely no. me being on your side. Like, yes. She this walked in and gave me a side. nice goodie bag with these delicious cookies and then was like. Flyerings. <laughs> <laughs> She's on the right side of right. You I'm gotta encourage side. you I'm because when you become confident side. in this, then the books are gonna flow, the merchandise is gonna flow, the other confidence is gonna flow. But if you repress it the same way you did your sexuality stuff, then you're repressing your own creativity. Are you getting me falling <laughs> down? You scared to fail? We need you to get I, up. I ain't scared. To get up, all the Tabitha. Things. Hello, that is what. Get that's up, Tabitha. That's that message. It was that. Message. Get up, creative. Okay, we're done here. Okay, Melissa. Like next, next. Okay. Thank you. Next. Um, so anyways, the point is, and Loki, what you're saying is kind of tying to this mm-hmm. is that I've always struggled with feelings of worthiness in so many areas of my life. One more time. Hold on. Let me show Myra. When Melissa went to school in high school, uh-huh. okay, she ran track. Mm. I went to every single track meet her junior and senior year. This girl didn't lose no races in 300 hurdles until the state championships. Why are we talking about that? In the district. No, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to get to my point. In the district championships, the the girl who ran the 100 for them got hurt. Mm. So the coach was like, hey, Melissa, you want to run the 100? And she was like, oh, sure. She wins the district championship for the 100. I mean, just ran the 100 and won. Okay? Just out of nowhere. The, the college was trying to recruit her to the track team. And she was like, I'm trash at track. They were like, well, we, we <laughs> saw you were district champion you in the 100. Won. And you're, we see your times in the newspaper for the 300. Like, you are running as fast as girls on the team. She never even tried. Mm-hmm. I did she not want never to. even well, tried to get a scholarship. She made herself worse. And the coaches are looking at the times. They're like, she didn't want to. I, I know. Did it. Because she was scared. Yeah, was there scared. might be a little fact to that. 
But you gotta stop that. Okay, are we done on me? Oh, this is some good support over here. He is. I'm trying to be that emotional also... security for her emotional vulnerability, Come but she on. ain't letting the player play. You heard that for real. Oh, that was great. There was. I want to go back to that, Josh. That's got to be a clip because I think that is so important, and that's what I was missing with you mm. when you were being vulnerable with, with me. I, you weren't being seen or heard or valued, and I didn't realize that. Because I, in my mind, to support you, I just I'm, as long as I'm not mean to you, yes, mm-hmm. I'm not cheating Ooh, on you. Yep. I am supporting you. Let me tell you that is huge, because a lot of people think that like as long as I'm not cheating on you, I'm mm-hmm. paying all the bills, and I'm here. I'm here for you. I'm supporting you. What else do you need? Yeah. Like, yes. That's here. what society tells us. But like, there are things that your partner does that they, you know, they're vying for your affection and attention. Yes. Every day. You know, can you take the trash out for me? Can you give me some water? Mm-hmm. Can you do this? And when you respond to that positively and you show them that, okay, yeah, I'll do that for you. I'll do that. That's when it's laying the, the ground. Are burst. Ooh, I think that is so true. And I think a lot of times, one of my favorite like all-time favorite compliments that I receive from women is when they say, thank you for articulating what I was feeling and I didn't know how to say. I've read books. So what do you books. mean? You created a feeling in them that they didn't no, recognize? No, I didn't create a feeling in them. You, you said the something so clearly there. that you let them tap into their feelings, but that's not creative? Cool. No, mm. it's fine. Oh, let's keep going. This is okay. good. Let's, let's keep going this because she's not great. creative. I don't know how she can say something so eloquently that people are like, that's what I'm feeling. And you could put that in a book and they'd be they'd read that and understand it. But that's not creative. Let's keep going. I don't want to hold the podcast. <laughs> Thank <up>. you. <laughs> so the point is that. Um, a lot of times when we're asking for things or doing things, we don't even realize we're like reaching out and mm-hmm. wanting you mm-hmm. to do this. And, and you know, on a subconscious level, it's like setting the groundwork for how safe I feel with you. Yes. Or, you know what I mean? You don't even realize that. And then when someone said, like you just said, we're doing this and we're vying for your attention and we're, you know, this is almost this, this is that. You're like, I was doing yes. that. Yes. I didn't even realize it. And so when he did this or he responded that way, it, it made, made me feel. Yes. And all of a sudden, everybody has like all of these light bulbs going the off. Feelings, it's like the feelings are everything. Yes. They are indicators. I can't remember what you said earlier, but it's so true that your feelings are an indication of what's going on. Yeah, they're and your so, guides to tell you they're, what's they're, going on. That's what yeah, you said. They're your guides to tell you what's going on. And sometimes we, I know for me, I've had these feelings and I'm like, I don't really know what that means. I don't mm-hmm. really, like, I know I feel slighted in this moment. Mm-hmm. I know my feelings are hurt in this moment, but you don't always have the language yep. to articulate articulate clearly this is what's going on and i think also that's why i want to do like the science background behind it because i know i tend to be introverted or not introverted introspective so at this point in my life i am able and i've read enough books to be honest too um (laughs) where i'm able to like piece together okay so i feel like this because of this Mm -hmm. um but if you don't have that language you just end up having an attitude Mm -hmm. like i I don't know what's wrong with me but i know my feelings are hurt and because my feelings are hurt and you're not responding the way i want you to i'm just about to give you the whole shoulder i'm gonna stonewall you yeah i'm gonna stonewall you yeah and but but when we talk about our feelings and we talk about um when (laughs) we we have to talk about what we need so when we're communicating our feelings to each other i you know Yesterday, when you said that, I felt real slighted by you. Like we weren't on the same team. Mm. What well, you know? Those are good the, words. In the, Those are in the future, good when we're talking to each other, can you clarify what you mean for me so that I can, won't feel like we're not on the same team? I got an example of that. Melissa 
there was a time over maybe a couple months ago, right? I was I would say something to her, and she'd be like, "What?" Like that, like she would scrunch her face up, like "What?" <laughs> and I, like she did it for like 10, 15 times. So I, one day I stopped her, and I was like, "When you make that face like mm. that, you it makes me feel like I am bothering you. Yes. You're disrespecting me. Mm. Like it makes me feel like you don't hear what I have to say." And she was like, "No, she I literally just cannot hear you." Right? She probably didn't. And I'm literally right. trying to like hear, hear you. you. So I was like. Oh, you really can't hear. Like, Literally. you know what I mean? So now, and she still does it, but now, I've gotten so much now better. You, you've gotten so much better. She's gotten so much better. But now I can, now I can process that as instead of it, you know, yes. saying it's anger or disrespect, I take her word at face value yep. and I give her, okay. And now I don't take offense to it. Absolutely. And then she also worked on it because mm. it was coming across like that. We've been right. talking a lot about Y'all, how, this is good. how your intentions aren't always received that way. So I, it, what, what you just said is so important of like just saying because what a lot feel. of times the people don't know. All right. right. Exactly. And leading with your feelings. Like yeah. I had a situation the other night right before it was time for me to come here. My husband fries food, right? I don't like to fry stuff. Mm-hmm. He stopped. But he was going to fry some fish outside because, like, I don't like the food being fried inside. Inside, yeah. Because it gets all in your clothes mm-hmm. and you're eating it in my hair. In it for it my hair. And I'm like, look, I'm about to go do this podcast so you can't fry the food in here because they're going to smell me and I'm going to be sitting up in there smelling like fish. And I don't want to be smelling like fish, right? <laughs> I'm a sexologist and I smell like yeah. fish. You know it's going to be weird. You're like, no, she smell like fish. So. <laughs> no, she's she not credible, y'all. That's the last thing so I need. She got something crazy. going on. She's smelling like fish. So I'm I'm sitting in the room doing what I do, my work on, on the computer, and I start smelling fish. Mm. And I get so mad. Mm-hmm. Like, I start getting hot because when I get mad, I get yeah, hot. Yeah, I yeah. started getting hot and... He came in and asked me something and he was like, what's wrong? And I was like, nothing. Right. So then I was like, Shamara, you know, because I talk to myself. <laughs> I mean, Shamara, yes. I'm girl, like, Shamara, you know, this is not right. You know, mm-hmm. he don't he doesn't know what's mm-hmm. going on. So he came back in and he said something else to me. And I said, you know, I, I just really need to tell you that I'm really mad that you fried the fish in the house after we talked mm-hmm. about it because now and I I should have known or I would have liked to know so I could have taken my stuff out of the house. Right, right, right. Right. And so he was like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I forgot to tell you that when I went to the store, I didn't get enough stuff so I couldn't fry it outside. And I was like, OK, I, I understand. But I, I wish I would have known. I just, you know, and that was that. And I felt better after I Absolutely. told him my feeling. And then he put a towel back. <laughs> He put a by towel the door by the door. To make th- as if. But he put a towel by the <laughs> he door. He tried. He tried. But that was powerful. And Absolutely. We didn't, because what that could have done, me saying I, nothing, stonewalling him, not allowing him in, creating necessary uh, discord that mm-hmm. when you just say your feelings, it, it changes situations. So sexual exploration. Okay. okay so this is going to be uncomfortable for Melissa. Okay. But I want to talk about this. Well, y'all done. Okay. Y'all done. That's why my face was shining because I was space, so hot. Right? Yeah, it's a safe space. space. Okay, go. So we, we, you mentioned masturbation earlier about like how does your family talk about it and mm-hmm. how does your religion play in it. So we listen to a lot of podcasts, marriage ones, Christian or not. When they talk about comfortability with sex, especially women, they almost always recommend masturbation. Mm-hmm. Almost always. Every time. Because they're like, how can you tell your husband what you like mm-hmm. if you don't know it? In the black church that we grew up in, <laughs> masturbation, ultimate sin, do not do it, spilling seed. They never really had a scripture that they cited for women. Like, spilling seed was always masturbation for men. Oh, they're right. There's no scripture that's like women, you know, dropping petals. There's just nothing. Dropping, dropping right? petals? What, I don't know. What, I like it. But spilling, when I was a kid and I asked about masturbation, they was like, you're spilling seed. You're spilling seed. So later on, I did more research and it was basically, that yeah. scripture was more about in that time period, if 
I'm my older, I'm the older brother and I die. It was my young, younger brother's responsibility, responsibility to impregnate my wife to keep the family mm-hmm. going. Spilling seed was pulling out. Yeah. So to have sex with her, but not to get her pregnant. Yeah. But we use that scripture to say, don't masturbate because you're spilling seed. Your seed is your little uh, spermians. Yeah. Se- semen's not going in a, a vulva. The spermians. Spermian from... is semen is uh, sperm. So anyway. Got it. How, as a Christian, you're a Christian licensed, uh, you're Christian and you're also a sexologist, I'm not right? Christian. You're not Christian? No, okay. I, was, I was raised Christian. Christian. Oh, we're going to pray that thing right back over you. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get you back to that Jesus that you need to know. Okay. I never said I didn't know Jesus. <laughs> so, no. You said you ain't no Christian no more. The podcast's over. Just because I wanted to have sex. No. So anyway, so I, I imagine you counsel a lot of Christians. I do. So how do you, wh- what is your thought process on that? And the reason why, because... We haven't talked about this on the podcast ever, but there's a lot of uh, mainly white uh, Christians mm-hmm. who talk openly about masturbation for men, for women, uh, whether you're married or single. And mm-hmm. we haven't talked about this because we know a lot of people be like feeling a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. But a lot of Christian podcasts talk about the importance of masturbation, um, even within your marriage, mm-hmm. uh, for, for the reasons previously um, mentioned. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts on that? for a couple with exploration because in our marriage mm-hmm. i don't know if you want me to uh you're here now melissa be like fam i cannot do i don't want to touch my side i don't like mm-hmm. i don't i don't i don't feel comfortable mm-hmm. and i understand it Absolutely. right I, but i'm just like that's fine but when we're having sex tell me this feels good that doesn't Ooh, harder good. softer slower like i need some feedback because mm-hmm. i don't i'm out here i don't know that's, that's why i need 37 endings because if you would talk to me i'd give you 10 or 12 you feel me we'd be <laughs> in and out of there but since you ain't really giving me nothing i'm just I'm, give you watch that do it. you have 50 my just two endings <laughs> if i were to watch i say give me a the same way you show me how you want the tub clean <laughs> she, now she don't mind telling me how to do anything else in the world hello here's how i want the bathroom cleans how i want the towels folded here's how i want the bed folded how do i should i touch you i don't know don't just talk to me it. about it just do your just thing do some it stuff. is good girl syndrome yeah, it is. That's what it is. It is. It's and good girl syndrome. It's all of that. Go ahead. Yeah. So my thing is, what what do you say to people like Melissa? Because there's a lot of Ooh, women out there. there there's a lot. I mean, there is there a lot of women. So many women. <laughs> we not know. her. It's you guys. It's like y'all, not me. <laughs> <laughs> She's a resident expert. <laughs> there's so many women who have these issues, right? And then when we're talking about being sexually explorative, that's one of the things I recommend is mm-hmm. masturbation. And I ask people, do you masturbate? And whenever I ask a lot of people who are women if they masturbate, they're like, nah. The men are like, yeah, I do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, know, yeah. The women, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> How often? Maybe every day. You know? <laughs> but when I ask women, a lot of times they're like, no, not really. Some of them will say, yeah. They'll say no. And I've heard so many different responses from it's gross. It's dirty. I don't like the way it touch. I don't, the way I, it feels. I don't like mm-hmm. the way it looks. I was told not to do that. I don't know how to do it. You know, it's uncomfortable. All types of messages. So I like to find out why people don't mm-hmm. want to do it. And and a lot of times it's because of shame, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you know, when we think about sexual pleasure, pleasure, historically, sexual pleasure wasn't for women. It was for, right. it's for men, right? Presently. For, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like women weren't supposed to get any, even though we're the ones with the clitoris. Yeah. Women weren't supposed to get any sexual It's the color pleasure. purple sex. That's what I always talk about. Silly is no, just you're there. just there to let him do his business. Climb on top of go. you and sweat it out and then done. And you've guess done, what? Yeah. 
our churches sometimes teach us that in a way when they tell us, you know, your body is for your husband. Mm-hmm. 100% right? And it's like, okay, my body's for my husband. What I'm, what I'm supposed to do? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to know what to do with me. And mm-hmm. so I hear that from a lot of people. Like, why don't you know? And when I tell them, like, it's your choice whether or not you want to masturbate or not. But let's talk about the reasons and let's deal with the reasons why you don't. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of that is rooted in shame. A lot of that is rooted in guilt and the messages that we've received. Right. So. Let's let's go there and then let's talk about what masturbation is and why we masturbate and how it feels. It's pleasurable, first of all. And then you get to learn more about yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. I do this exercise with women where I tell them to have a V date. I do Mm -hmm. it with men, too. It's a P date where you you have a V date. Right. And this is sexually explorative. So when I talk about later in the podcast, I'll give you other options about how you can be sexually explorative. But this is a way for you to be sexually explorative solo. You get a mirror, a handheld mirror. Like that one are smaller, right? No, no, I'm not gonna do it on here. No, I was gonna to Melissa. Oh yeah, Melissa, you can do it. <laughs> just hold it. Just get a get mirror familiar like with the this. Idea. Yeah, but you it could be a smaller handheld mirror, right? Okay. After you've taken your shower, your bath, whatever, your hands are clean, you're clean. You naked. Okay. You get this mirror Song. and you put it right between your legs where your vulva is, and yeah. you look. You have a V date. You look at it, you you separate your labias, you touch them in different areas to see how it feels, what it feels like, the different textures. You might even realize that. The uh, labia minora, the inner, the smaller labia, the baby almost, lips, the mm-hmm. baby lips almost feel like cheek, the inside of your cheek. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. the same cells, right? It's the inside of your cheek. I'm inside loving, of a vagina. I love all of the same cells, uh, right? biography. She's putting the mirror down. Mm-hmm. I am too much. So she's getting hot. No, I'm not. I'm actually. I want to make sure I'm. You want yeah, gleaning all of this you information. You want to look at it, right? You want to feel it, touch just, it. Just first just look, look at, at it. it. Just look. Because you were telling me one time. I'm just about to say. Go ahead. Okay, I was just going to say this. I I won't I've told I did tell you this like the first conversation <laughs> that we had yeah. uh, and I'm trying to debate how much I actually want to share of this right now but I'll just say this I was experimenting with feminine products that's what I'll say yeah. and one of the ones that I was experimenting with requires you to be quite comfortable um, with your body and specifically the vagina area and I was struggling to put this thing in mm-hmm. like nobody's business mm-hmm. and it was because i was so finicky mm-hmm. with touching myself so many people are and i had this revelation and i was like melissa first of all you're married mm-hmm. second of all you've had a pap smear several times <laughs> you've had children you've had c-sections you've done you get waxed like you've done all of you these get different waxed in all literally of somebody is like all right open up your butt exactly right. and the thing it, is strangers literally in your butt are in your strangers butt. and that's the point like yes i know my husband but the um the when I had my C section, it was emergency C section. Mm-hmm. Whoever was on staff did it. I didn't know them. Mm-hmm. When I go and get waxed, hi, how are you? Oh, okay, pants off. Yeah, like literally, hey, off, legs no up, time. no time. Hands you know off, what I mean? Legs up. Uh, you move to a new city. Hi, doctor, I need a pap smear. Great, hands pants down. Hands down Put your feet open. up on the stirrups. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Is this cold? And I'm like, yes, it's freezing. Literally, it's cold. Like literally, <laughs> literally. And I'm like, why? the the i don't even know the, the right audacity. word the audacity i don't even know if that's the right word but no, the this, audacity for you to be more comfortable with a stranger is. than yourself exactly and not the unmitigated just gall the, the idea <laughs> of allowing someone else yes. 
to touch me and feel no problem about it. Mm -hmm. And I feel this like shame Shame. associated with, and I wasn't even doing it for pleasure. I was just trying to insert the thing so I can (laughs) go on about my life. And I was having so much struggle with this for a while. And recently I had this revelation and I was like, do better. Mm-hmm. Do better because number one, I deserve better, but also because it is my body. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. your body. Absolutely, it is my body. And how can you and how? Yeah. What you like? If you don't know, I I've taught um, women how to masturbate. Like when I say that, I don't mean like I literally taught. Like, all right, pull right. it down. Mm-hmm. No, nah, it's too rough but. around the edges. <laughs> softer, softer, <laughs> circular motion. To the left, to the left, right, right there. <laughs> it's like a DJ. You want to <laughs> pick Don't do that, y'all. <laughs> don't. Do that. <laughs> but I've taught a lot of women how to masturbate or to masturbate, especially when they say, "I've never orgasmed before," mm. and I'm like, "Do you masturbate?" And they're like, "No." Like after we assess for all other issues, we talk about masturbation and I've heard this so many times. I just thought because watching porn and watching TV, mm-hmm. you know, which like we'll talk about that later. But they just think that the orgasm is going to come as a result of whatever their partner friction. is doing. Just mm-hmm. friction. Just like, sheer oh, friction. Oh, because that's what it looks like. It just, no, you've got to go get it. Yes. You got to go get your orgasm. Mary, Mary. You got to go get it. Go <laughs> get, get it. it. You got to go, go get that thing. Get your right. You got to go like, get your blessing. No, Mary, Mary's like, don't use our song work. for that. Right. No, they it. might not mind. They but, but you've got to go get it. Like your, your, uh, own your sexuality. Is your business. Your pleasure is your business. It's up to you. Your orgasm is your business. It's not your partner's business. You know it's what? not his it's not his responsibility to I, give you an orgasm. You are supposed to be the one to say Hold on, what? It's not. It's not me. It's, it's on you. you. Issue, issue, issue. Okay. No. No, literally. Now, but here's the interesting thing though. In in patriarchal society. Oh, come mm-hmm. on with this word. This yes, is it. Come yes. on. It's we know, as, as a man, they're not taught to please your woman. Right. Mm-hmm. You're taught to get, get your you nut off. And go. Yep. Whatever and, and when sex ends when the man finishes absolutely in movies it's Finish reinforced from that not. a lot of people don't watch porns but you watch movies you watch mm-hmm. Game of Thrones mm-hmm. it ends when the guy oh, mm-hmm. and he and rolls over and he that's sleep. when sex ends they never mm-hmm. show the man making the woman orgasm right. absolutely it in, begins and ends with where the man wants begins it to be begins and ends with the male and that's not how we want to have sex we don't want sex to just be this thing that happens for men and it's and it's just for men, it's not for us. And when they orgasm is over, bam, done. Right. You know, we wanna and we'll talk about that when we get further into sexual sexual exploration, but it's for both of us. Right? Yeah. It's not just for you. And if you want to have an orgasm, you gotta learn how to touch yourself, figure out your pleasure points, understand how your clitoris works. It's not just what you see. Your clitoris extends four inches up to into your body. Oh, so wow. a, a masturbation will help you to realize that when you are stimulating the clitoris, the inner clitoris is the part you don't see. It looks like a wishbone, right? You know how a wishbone mm-hmm. looks? It has the legs, it extends and extends up about four inches. And so so when you are massaging your clitoris, depending on uh, the pressure points and all of that, you're massaging the inner clitoris. And that's why that's why um, many women or most women are orgasmic only with clitoral stimulation mm-hmm. because of, you know, the friction from the clitoris. So if you want an orgasm, you've got to touch yourself more. Right. you got to see what you like, what feels good. And we got to get rid of that shame. around. And like the penis, it. just P and the G doesn't stimulate no. that section yeah right it, no. it's it's i don't know the nope. part that it's going into but what in my extensive research 
uh, that that penis that motion. Uh-huh. It it it. My, I asked Melissa, she was like, "What does that feel like?" She was like, "Nothing really." Yeah. Right. Like you can feel the you pressure and the motion, it. but right. like as far as like a. Uh, a, a positive sensation. Right. She was like, "There's really nothing." Like right. I, I, I like that you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But as far as for me, like I don't feel physically feel something like the way you physically feel right. from that same. Motion. That's why it's important whenever you are having PMV sex, the person with the penis or the the your partner, you use this is being sexually explorative as well. Um, you stimulate the clitoris at the same time that you're providing penetration. Mm-hmm. So your partner is more likely to orgasm if you are providing clitoral stimulation along Simultaneously. with the penetration. Okay. So that could be with a sex toy. That could be with your hand, her hand, something. But whatever. Don't right? worry about it. You can tell no, her. I w- no, I wasn't. Oh, oh no, no. I was going to say something else. But, oh, okay. but, you know, it could. you want to stimulate the clitoris at the same time that you're penetrating. You don't want to just, yeah. you know, we yeah. don't want that, right? Yeah. That's just bumping uglies. I have a, he's nuts. I have a question or not a question, but I wanted you to get into your other because now I'm like anxious to hear your other steps for sexual exploration. Yes. So the first step is a P date. A P date or a V date. Okay. And how does that end? I, I don't know if we okay, just Okay, so how it. that ends, it doesn't have to end in orgasm. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. This we, is education. This is just, yeah. Yes, this is just Education and familiarity. Yeah. I actually think that a, educate, or at least for me, education is always my first step in anything transformative Mm -hmm. i have to learn and educate and know for myself and then from there i can like move forward in that truth but i have to educate myself so i love that engage yes okay keep going what are your other so let's talk about sexual exploration first before you can even be sexually explorative in a relationship there has to be some type of connection between you and your partner there has to Mm -hmm. be intimacy there there has to be the want to be sexually explorative Mm -hmm. from both Mm-hmm. people are from all people in the relationship um you and you gotta have bovi bovia okay you gotta tell bovia to come into the relationship. what's bovia so this, is that an acronym yes okay <laughs> something i made up okay. like, i was like, that, like should i have known that no. I, when, when, i went back I to women's studies and i'm like is this fluid <laughs> this is a doctor i don't know so <laughs> let's say you're already in a relationship okay. right and you're intimate. You have intimacy there. So you're being seen, heard, valued. You have a partner who's value. emotionally responsive to you. You're able to be there. You know, they're there, right? Okay. You've got to have, whenever you say, okay, let's let's explore our sexualities together, mm-hmm. right? Um, you you got to have boundaries because you can't, you, mm-hmm. you know, you might not want to be sexual with this pole. You might want to. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about what boundaries are. Like, you have to have boundaries. You have to have that openness and that positivity about sex. The thoughts that it's okay, it's safe, mm-hmm. okay. it's pleasurable, um, it's desirable. I get satisfaction out of this, right? Um, you have to have vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can't be sexually explorative yep. if you're not vulnerable, yep. right? You've got to be vulnerable. you got to be able to be raw and open. Definitely got to be raw. Pun intended. <laughs> 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 Me and Shamara are more friends than you I and know, her. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so then there's intimacy, right? Because you've got to, and when I say intimacy, I mean you have to have a secure bond outside the bedroom. You mm-hmm. cannot have a lot of people think if we have good sex, we're going to have a good relationship, and it's actually the opposite. If you yes, have a good relationship, I have said that without saying that. Yes, facts, Melissa. If you have a good relationship outside of the bedroom. 
it's going to go down in the bedroom. Go down over last year. Go down in the bedroom, right? Because that means there's, you know, you're being seen, you're being heard, you're being valued. You like to do things outside of the bedroom with each other. You probably are dating each other. You're attending to each other's needs, wants. Mm-hmm. You're soothing, all of that good stuff, right? So that's the intimacy part. Um, and then emotional openness, right? Mm. You've got to be ready to be emotionally open so that you can be able to say, okay, this is what I feel. This is what I like, right? And then the A, right? Bovia, right? There has to be some type of aftercare ritual. And a lot mm. of people don't realize that this is what this bridges the gap between now and the next time we have sex. Right. Mm. So there needs to be some type of aftercare ritual. And this is before you start being sexually explorative and even just in your everyday sexual activity with each other. You want to have some type of aftercare ritual. Now, those Christians who are into BDSM, you already know what aftercare is in the BDSM world. And tell so BDSM basically. That's we're 50 not Shades of Grey, right? Hmm? 50 Shades of Grey type stuff. Yeah, that's I mean, how like people, highly visualized. Yeah, 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 yeah highly visualized. It, 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 it stands for bondage, discipline, dominance, and submission. And basically, it's just a set of fetish plays and practices, okay. uh, power play and stuff like that, that maybe many people adapt with different dynamics. What's happening? We have any? It's this. Yes, this, right? <laughs> this. You know, when you want. <laughs> when we saw that in the box, we were like, we don't do that. <laughs> oh, and yes, y'all, y'all can do that. It's so. But anyway, so aftercare rituals, okay. right? That means what? How are you bonding after sex? Because, like Kev just said, you know, afterwards, you, you know, you get yourself, you get yourself off, and then it's turnover, go to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm it's gone. Hold me. It's hold me. You know, it's beyond the cuddling in it. It's like, what are you doing to connect with each other afterwards? This isn't the time to talk about. What that session was like, oh, you really put it down. You know, you're definitely good. You can mm-hmm. do that. But right, right. or I really didn't like it. You want to wait until maybe the next day to talk about you, which mm-hmm. your likes, dislikes. But your aftercare rituals. Some people are already doing aftercare rituals and they don't know it. Like you might eat a sandwich afterwards. You might drink some tea. Mm. You might watch some comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, you might. What What are you doing? These are acts that are immediately after. Right. After you get the towel and stuff like that, right? Got or the you. shower or whatever. I definitely <laughs> thought you meant get the towel. I didn't want to say it because I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought you meant. <laughs> so I'm glad you See? said it. You know, it's whatever you do to bond with each other afterwards for a few minutes afterwards where you're not just saying wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Got gotcha. you. Right? So uh, ways that you can be sexually explorative, right? And this varies per couple. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, you just have mm-hmm. to, you want to no be No one open. size fits all. No one size fits all. And you create your own relationship. But there's several different ways. There's, you know, you want to make sure there's some eroticism in your relationship. Mm. And so when I say eroticism, the first, what comes to your mind when you hear eroticism? Erotic. Porn. porn. I thought of porn Everybody, too. whenever I say erotic I or eroticism, yeah. the first thing that comes to people people's mind is porn right but eroticism is anything that is sexually arousing or stimulating to you in that way it's my right? random makeout it's sections sh- yeah we got it right to do them. eroticism can be, it can be that it could be that it could be you know whatever you consider to be sexually arousing right that might end in sex or orgasm right so it can be porn that's mm-hmm. erotic for a lot of people and that's why i recommend porn 
um, to be sexually explorative, more of the amateur type of porn, right? To be sexually explorative because it's erotic. It provides erotic stimulation, not for education. We're not learning anything. Right. We're just using this for stimulation. You can read erotica, go to sex stores, visit the sex stores together. We, we went to one in Vegas and Melissa was like, it's so hot in here. It was 55 <laughs> degrees in that store. She was she sweating. Get hot when she I get, get nervous. Yeah. Sweating yeah. bullets. When she get nervous, she get hot. Yeah, yeah she's it. like, there's people in here. I'm like, they, it's just the workers. Just, I don't <laughs> like it. I want to leave now. I leave Just go. You don't even have to buy anything. Go talk about what you see. And maybe you might go back next time and you might come out with some floggers. But if you want some good floggers, call me because the ones in the sex stores aren't that really good. Depends <laughs> on where you go. But, you know, you want to, um, what else you could do? You could read erotica to each other. I like getting, having sex in a mirror, looking at yourselves, having sex. Man. That's erotic. Having sex in a mirror, right? That's recording t- yourself Melissa. having sex, right? What? You say that? Yes, definitely. And watch it. Record what about nudes? What do you think about people? Sending, this is the thing, sexting your partner is good. Sending nudes, sending things that you know your partner's gonna like. That was can be totally trolled after the, the last episode. By Never the way. seen the righteous forsaken. Nor seen the last episode. Um, Kev. I have a send nudes campaign. He has a send oh, really? basically. Oh, I'm trying to get. I send my nudes. I just send my husband some nudes. Oh, I can't because you're gone from because him. Because I'm gone. That's what I was telling her. I had five shows last week, Shamara. Yep. I was cold and, and I naked. have I've only been gone for ten minutes. <laughs> and you you said let me leave you with something. Let me to remember. let me sow the seed. Melissa yeah. was FaceTiming me uh yesterday or when I was in Sacramento or wherever uh, on the show this weekend. She was like, Hey, can you figure this thing out on the computer? I had the phone on my balls. <laughs> I said <laughs> I, I fixed her thing, I told her, and then I was like, Hey, look at my face. And she looked, she was like, Kevin. <laughs> doing what is- I, I look at my penis <laughs> oh, <was it> ready? <laughs> look at it it's ready <laughs> and it was like completely like this merch thing it was so unrelated to sex she wasn't ready she was just oh, like it's, it? but it was like three o'clock she was she like wow ready. what I wasn't ready <laughs> but after the last episode people are like try this melissa do this and, and you can this start app. Off, you can start apps Girl, they was she's worried about uh the security the- of it like her news getting leaked don't nobody want her news but me <laughs> right I mean, I don't know how... I want how, them like, so bad. That, I would like them. Send them a nude, Melissa. Send them a nude. Send them a nude. Start a hashtag. Send hey. them a nude, Melissa. I'm trying to send tell them a nude. nude. They are trolling <laughs> me. They have been in my DMs. They have been emailing me. They have been commenting. Listen, the, the new thing is... is, uh, is a slippery slope for a lot of people because a lot of us, you know, have issues, body images. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to hit them angles, though. Like, I know. Know. I gotta you know, I got to get Got to hit your angles. Yeah. Drake said that. The you songwriter gotta, you gotta said. Hit the angles. I got to send these angle. nudes. And I but, think you don't even have to start off nude. That's what I was gonna say. Just send like a sexual, su- sexually suggestive type of okay. photo, right? That might be it could be panties. It could be you know you and your brown panties. It could be a nice little gown you're in. I'm with these ideas, but yeah, then you but, start off soft. Yeah, start off. I'm here. I'm here for the tiptoe. Absolutely. I'm here for tip-toe. the tip-toe. <laughs> <laughs> That too. Right? <laughs> you start with the toes, end up with the titties. That's it. I want you to start see. Out, you start from the bottom. Now you Give here. me a boomerang. Like, Let me see a boomerang of them nips. <laughs> this man got to go. a boomerang of them nips. All the way. <laughs> Throw him away. What about this though? This is This might make a few of y'all cringe when you hear it, but something that I like to recommend to those who are really sexually explorative is um, going to a sex club together, not necessarily to join in, but to watch. What's that's a sex club? really erotic. So a sex club is basically um, like if you go to New Orleans, of course, there's a sex club there and you can go there and you can see people having live sex. Hold on. I wasn't you ready. can engage in live sex. 
I've been to New Orleans. Okay, well, you haven't been there? Where the sex club at? I've never seen it. You've never seen it? Is it on Bourbon Street? No. You would probably pass it up because of you, where it is. That's legal? There's a doorman. It's, it's legal there. There's a doorman there. And the doorman will let you in on the bottom floor. It's just like a regular club. It's a dance floor on the bottom, so you could dance. There's no sex going on there. It's BYOB, of course, because mm-hmm. you can't be naked and sell alcohol, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go to the second floor. There's a library there. People have sex in the library. There's also a room that you could go into where people are having sex there, and you can ask if you can watch. So they can't see who's watching, right? And that is extremely erotic I'm for those people. I, I like to make it like I'm comfortable. I I'm comfortable with the other sexes in there. What, what if you can do your own thing. You can watch. What, you can go see some see BDSM. To see you, sexy. that is. I was unaware that that was. A I thing. never even. I never heard of that. I before. never knew that was. I've been to New Orleans. I never seen. I, what, I, what are you covering? I, I don't know. I feel like y'all can see me. See, that's what I say. It might make a lot of people uncomfortable, but that's you know, if you're really sexually explorative mm-hmm. out there, you know, going to one of these sex clubs can be really invigorating for you. Wow. Um, it could also be like, whoa, like I didn't know people did this. Like right here next door to the bank. Oh, cool. Right. <laughs> right. Right in the check. bank. Hold on. What's right. next door? They got a bathroom? Door? They yeah. got plenty of stuff over there. <laughs> and it's like you could get a membership. They have all kind of stuff, right? Wow. Yeah. If y'all come down to New Orleans, y'all go to Naughty and Nollins. Y'all might get to Naughty you know, and Nollins. The kids is gone this summer. Listen, if you want to take a trip, Hello? Y'all take a trip. I love New Orleans. Y'all I should love take a trip. It's a city with a great character. We went to New Orleans. Uh, for the tour last year? You, listen, they have this in Austin, yeah. Houston, Dallas. I was unaware. Yeah, when we get off, I'll tell y'all <laughs> okay. the name of it. Okay. Do you have any other tips? So, yeah, these definitely are some of the, you know, soft things <laughs> that you could do to be more sexually explorative. But one of the main things that I recommend people doing um, to be more comfortable, even outside of sex, in your relationship, is having deep conversations with people, with your partner, right? Um, when you talk to each other, that opens a portal yes. of... It's, it's amazing. And I don't yeah. mean like... I mean... Not like the everyday conversation. Mm-hmm. Not like what well, we're gonna eat for dinner. The kids did this. Guess what happened at work today? Exactly I have to do saying. this. I'll be not this. God that's why anointed I created the me. cards. Melissa, oh, that's why happen. I oh, we created brought them in here. That's why I created their card. Use your mouth. That's why I created them because use your mouth. Talk about this, and it's about and it's specifically about sex and relationships. But you want to talk about things that you know, are deeper than what you talk about on a daily basis. That helps you to connect with each other on a more emotional level. I'm trying to Melissa tell you, I'll be knowing the things, but I don't be knowing the things. No, you be knowing the things. <laughs> you just doubt yourself too much, but you be knowing facts. the things. These are facts. She said that verbatim though. And I was like, what are you, like what? But and what she it. really meant Deep was conversations. like, and I was like, but we talk every day. Oh, y'all should do one. And she, um, and really what she was missing was the vulnerability. Vulnerability. Because what I didn't say was like, I'm scared of failure. Mm. And then she was like, oh. See, when you start talking about stuff like that, that you don't know, you get to, you learn more yes. about each other. And that deepens your connection. Absolutely. And guess what? Do you shuffle these for like spades or? Um, you can shuffle them. Yeah. Okay. But there's, a, the first one is the directions card. So basically you want to, sp- you want to use these cards when you have a few minutes to sit down uninterrupted. And you pull a card. I recommend you pull. Oh, read some of them. has nothing to do with like oral sex this is what my husband did right? it it's like, about deep no, conversation like, he pulled a use your mouth card and he was like 
<laughs> what I gotta do? I'm using my mouth. I'm like, that's read what the I was directions. Like, yeah, yeah, use do your you, mouth. If you get to use your mouth card, that means you get to ask your partner a question or you get to challenge them to ask you a question. But this game is meant to have more conversations about sex and relationships okay. to make it I more love comfortable. It. With I'm gonna read you. a couple if you don't mind. So this is. Do I want to read the instructions? No, you don't have to. Okay, y'all got. So it. what do you say? Use your mouth is for. Like if you you if you get the use your mouth card, basically you get to ask your own question, okay. Okay. or you can say you ask me a question. So this is the wild. Yeah, that's the okay. wild. So here's a question: What would you like to try sexually that you haven't already tried? Mm. Great question. That and this is not a question. That Don't was go in, through so many though. I know, I'm just gonna okay. do like three. Uh, and this is one is not sexual. What do you wish was different in your relationship or life right now? Oh, I love these questions. And that has nothing to do with sex. Right. That could be your career, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what is erotic to you? Mm. See, other See? than porn. I'm gonna read two more. Okay. What do you, what What would you like to know? What would you like me to know about you sexually? Mm. What are some examples of cheating? That's a good. And there's I, I saw a couple more, but I don't want to I don't want to spoil them. <laughs> but these are great conversation starters that don't have and to I end in sex. Love right. conversation starters me because too. I often feel like it's like oh we want to talk, but. What are we gonna talk, talk about? about? Yeah. Like, how do we get here? Mm. Like, how do I bring are these these yours? or whatever? Yeah. How do yeah. people buy these? I was just gonna say that they can buy these. These go on sale on Valentine's Day. This is her new product. Oh, so they'll be follow- they're available today. Then, yeah, today. Because this episode airs oh, on Valentine's Day. That's right. That's right. At onthegreencouch.com. Love the it. Greencouch.com. On, on my, y'all the green couch. On the green. Oh, I thought you were saying like on the green couch.com. It's literally on the green couch.com. Yep. It used to be Conquest, but now it's on the green Go and buy these. Yes. Change your relationship. Change the conversation. I'll fire on y'all if y'all don't patronize <laughs> her business. This is a black woman got a business in New Orleans. And I love And sex it. club. You heard me. <laughs> she better have 50 orders on me. If she don't have 50 orders today, we got to... How much are these? $20. $20. If she don't have 50 orders on me, y'all ain't getting no episodes next week. <laughs> And that's on the hood. We need to buy no bonus episode. No, 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 we nothing. need to buy something. I would love to give those away. I'm gonna buy ten. Okay, and I'm giving one away today. Cool. I'm buying ten today. Okay. I'm gonna PayPal you. Okay. And then right. you, th- those can be given away to people. Okay, yeah. got it. But y'all better buy them too. But I'm gonna buy them. <laughs> but then you give them away. But I, y'all gotta use them and tell me what y'all think. We will. After I, I love doing these. If she yeah. sends yeah. a nude because of you, I'm buying a hundred. <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> I'm buying a hundred. She's gonna send you a new. Ah, look, yeah. Let her go from toe to toe. Thank right? you. I, I, I'm okay with the with the warm up. Okay. okay. I'm not expecting a full. A I full need. New. I need to know you're okay with the warm up. I'm okay with the warm up. Okay. I know it will work. I can see the vision. Hello. If you send me a baby toe, it could have a corn on. I'll be like, oh, I know what's coming. <laughs> It ain't got to be today. Go. Might not be tomorrow. Might not be this year. There you but go. I know you're thinking about me. Now I'm gonna be looking at that toe. I'm be looking at the baby toe. I know that toe because I'm. A, I ain't gonna hold you, Samara. When I be on the road for a long time, I it's lonely. I know, and you don't want your mind to think crazy stuff. So I want to refocus all that energy back on her. Bring that, send that news. It's all about you, girl. Send, send that news. Or if y'all were recording your sexual sessions, you could have one that you could look at when you're on the road. Let's talk more about this. Hold on. That's you definitely got, good. No, hold on, Kev. We got all type of tripods and lights. Oh, y'all do. I, I know. Hello? Sex okay. club right here. Okay, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, like, y'all doing too much. Y'all are doing too much. Okay. Um, however... I am co- part of the reason. It's so funny to watch it her struggle. Is. I'm struggling. I'm so she lost three right pounds now. of sweat weight Man. today. Uh, but part, literally part of the reason I was like, I need Shamira on the show. When I was listening to um, the black girls 
uh, Therapy for Black Girls podcast is because I knew I would be uncomfortable. Yes, um, and and I know I want to be stretched. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, yeah, I didn't mean for the pun. You said it. I, I didn't say it. <laughs> You gotta be careful with the words you choose to use. As soon as I looked at Josh, he was like, Nah, I'm sweating. As soon as Josh I saw him, he was like, mm. <laughs> I saw Josh. He's just like, I, I want her to be better than she is. <laughs> okay, but I want to be taken out of my comfort zone. Yeah, that's good. And I want to bring people on that will challenge me. Yeah. And um and so I pre I learned lots and lots and lots of things and I appreciate we gotta your have tips. Her on for another episode no, too. Listen, so we're about to wrap up right now. But um the the conference is coming, y'all. Oh yeah. Mark your calendars, July 9th through twelfth, twenty twenty in Atlanta. And I have already put a bug in Shamira's the first time we talked I was like can you just be my counselor you know what we need to do can you be a conference person this is serious no you just remember my mind we only have a thousand people that can come to the conference Mm -hmm. oh wow you need to create like a a pre-sale wait list Mm. that people who listen to the podcast are made aware of it first Mm -hmm. how do you do that logistically well we have we have MailChimp so we can either but add a form. But how do you get the well, podcasters? You can have a form. You okay. can have a Google form. You can have them email you. It's like signing up for a, like a newsletter. Yeah. But that'll just submit them for the mail. That's what I need and to the, Yeah. And that, well, we need to create a list of people who will be willing to pay for the conference the moment it goes on right. sale. Okay. Because it's not going to last until 2020. I hope it, it is going to be sold out this year. And I well, want people who sir. listen to the podcast. Really? Oh, I already know. It is. It's gonna, and I want people who listen to the podcast regularly to mm-hmm. have first dibs. Gotcha. Yeah, because it's only right that if you listen fair, because fans will just buy it. Sure. Right? But if you listen to the podcast regularly, we should have like a Love Our Podcast mailing list. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Right? For MailChimp. And we'll figure out how to do that um, hopefully by the time this episode airs. Okay. Um, so that way when the tickets are released, because once, I'm going to tell you right now, the what? moment I have to pay the deposit... It's coming. They, they, the ticket's going to be on okay, sale. Because that deposit, I was like, why do they need all that right then? <laughs> no, it's they need all, they need the, we need to make sure you ain't playing amount. You yeah, can just do. create a landing page where they sign up for like That's, that's a what good you idea. do. Yeah. LoveR.com. Yes. Okay. So we need to tell Terrell. We have a website guy. Uh, that's already bought. The LoveR.com is already bought. LoveR.com. Just make the landing page a click where you can submit. After you're in the mailing list, right. the pre-sale thing. And I love it. Already have the emails captured. Okay, okay. You have the emails I love captured. this idea. So that is, uh, I'm going to be working on that basically today and tomorrow. Um, uh, so yeah, I think that's it. Did, Did you, you have, have any anything other? else you want to say? Yeah, I was going to say. You said we're going to get to some stuff later. No, we well, that's why I wanted well, to make sure she wanted to get exploration yeah. part right. I, you know, a lot of people want to be sexually explorative, but they don't know where to start. And it's talk to your partner about it, right? Mm-hmm. You, you can start off every day too if you want to just be intimate. How can I be a better partner today? Mm-hmm. That transforms relationships if you ask that mm-hmm. one question every day instead of the good morning babe mm-hmm. you can send the good morning babe but good morning babe what do you need from me today good morning babe how can i be a better lover that is a today? good question right how, and it could be as simple as just give me a hug when you see me mm-hmm. or it could be as complex as let's go to a sex club tonight mm-hmm. i love it or send a nude and create your own relationships don't worry about what melissa and kevin are doing yes. and jane and john are doing yes. do, do not you? use this podcast as blackmail 
against your people. Please don't. Do Please not don't. say this with Kevin. Relationships. This Start is with just where a you jumping are. off point. This is a conversation starter, starter. for you to find yourself comfortable in your relationship. Absolutely. I used to try to blackmail Melissa and stuff from marriage <laughs> conference. I did when we first got married. Well, marriage conference, they said this, and this guy said that. that well, I'm not work. married to them. That is not our intention. Don't be exactly. like well, Melissa said in news, Kevin. No, you got to work on your own soul don't salvation. Do that. I'm working people on news because that, that's though. what I, I know. I mean, do. it's just a natural thing that people do. Like you know, Shamaris and Jesus are news. So no. I right. just did it today, actually. But I didn't say Shamira did, but I was just, <laughs> I'm trying to pressure her. <laughs> Get off of her. But I'm okay with the tone. But create your own relationships. Go Amen. at your own pace. There's is no race. Enjoy each other, especially if you're married, right? Yeah. You can do whatever you want with whatever you and your partner determine is healthy and safe and yeah. you want to explore in those ways you could do that so bring the toys to the bed bring the whips and the chains but consult with me first because that's my that's my lane right oh put, and i have another question somebody when you send the toe picture hello put some panties on it okay on the foot you got a foot fetish no just because i want to see the panties okay um i have one question uh really quickly before we just wrap up and that is can you couple questions mm-hmm. um tell us how to reach you where okay. to find you on all your social medias your website and mm-hmm. all of that but also explain the difference between a sex therapist mm-hmm. and a sexologist or like what specifically mm-hmm. you do and do you offer like if people in our audience were like i need her to counsel me mm-hmm. if you offer like online and mm-hmm. that kind of thing okay so i can be reached first at on the mm-hmm. that's my website um i can also be reached on social media instagram and facebook at sexologist shamira mm-hmm. um and as it relates to sex therapists and sexologists so a sexologist um there's just a distinct difference. A sexologist is a person who has advanced clinical training in human sexuality, who can treat and diagnose sexual disorders. Um, and that person is usually a licensed, um, a licensed mental health professional. So I'm a licensed clinical social worker. A sex therapist is someone who specifically treats people for, uh, and a sexologist can be a sex educator, a sex coach, sex therapist. Mm. A, so a sex, sex coach. Yeah. What's that? So basically Melissa asked if people could contact me um, outside of Louisiana and I do sex coaching as well or intimacy consulting. So basically if you, if you call me and you say, Hey, Shamara, I heard you on a love hour podcast. And when you were talking about women, not orgasming, that's me. Like, how can you help me do that? So as a sex coach, we, it's not like therapy is different because there's like, unless there is a mental health issue, then I refer you for therapy. But if I'm your sex coach and I'm the goal is to help you explore orgasms. And so that's what we would do. So basically if you have a sexual issue your sex coach helps you or coaches you to the solution like a life coach for sex absolutely like a life coach for sex i get that so yeah i definitely do work with people i have limited slots for sex coaching she booked him busy y'all. yes y'all <laughs> yes. bnb but um i do do sex coaching and that's just the difference so sex a sex therapist is um they just probably don't identify as a sexologist but technically they are a sexologist got you because they've got the education and the training got you Yes, I love it. And you said where to reach you, and I think that's it. Yeah. Do you have anything closing remarks, Kev? I've had a blast. I did too. Wait. We should bring you on a couple more times. <laughs> I am. I so, think there's so many different things we can talk a lot about. To talk about with that sex that that you know. I mean, we we might probably gonna take a break. I imagine from sex after February, mm-hmm. but I think it's such a especially for our audience mm-hmm. because we weren't. You know, we've been trying to be safe, so we weren't like I, I tell Melissa. We talk about this all the time. The one sex conversation I had with my parents about sex was when I was 19. My mom said, are you still a virgin? And I laughed. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I don't want to hear nothing else. Mm, that was it. Mm-hmm. There was no talk about healthy. And, and honestly, 
what it is really interesting is I, we don't we were talking about this we don't know what to tell our boys about masturbation oh i actually want to bring you on that. we should have another conversation because i actually do want to have a conversation about how to approach sex with your children and how to ensure that they have a sex positive view i think that is such an important topic because yeah. we talked to them about consent already good yeah because the whole me too thing we was like all right man okay. we need to okay. prep you good yeah. um so i think that's it Kevin, any last thoughts? I think you just gave your last thoughts. Mm-hmm. I have no last thoughts either. I'm lying. I do have one last thought. And that is intimacy. Yes. Seen, heard, valued. So important. So, so important. It's my favorite definition, my favorite nugget of this entire episode. Um, that intimacy is being seen, heard, and valued. Yes. I think that is it. Thank you guys so much Thank for you. joining us you. today. God we will see you. you at the conference for real, for real, for real. Yes. Uh, hey, wait. Yes. And please join us um, for next week's episode. And thank you to our sponsors, Blue Chew. BlueChew.com. Enter promo code LOVEHOUR. Yes. Bye-bye. Boom. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.